Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I'm Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today we're going to talk about the history of the guillotine, um, the uh, device used in France to cut off heads. And, uh, of course, it's something that we love, we love to talk about is people being decapitated, Brandy. That's one of our favorite things. Maybe. Yes, yes it uh, is. Yes. I always like the surprise on people's face, Timmy, when they hit the dirt yeah. so we're going to talk about they always look a little surprised like they didn't know what was going to happen there yeah because you've seen so many executions by guillotine um i've witnessed a couple i mean sure you have. they okay. weren't a, they weren't official executions but, well <laughs> but know. the people had it coming of course they. plus didn't. i got a little mini guillotine for chopping cucumbers and things like that yeah, that's uh, remember nice. that uh, slice-o-matic I mean, thing they used to sell on TV where you had slices at dices? I don't know. Maybe it's yes. me. Yeah, that, I'm just old. That reminded me of one of those uh, things like Saturday Night Live did on the, on the products that just shouldn't be on the market. <laughs> Do you know how many people lost fingers with a slice and dice? I know. Remember that one? Ginsu knives. Remember? Ginsu knives could cut through a can. And I got to get Remember they did that skit on the, that cook or that chef? What was her name? Julia. Julia Child. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. And she cuts her finger during the show. Yeah. And bleeds out. <laughs> oh, oh my. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about the history of the guillotine, and we're going to talk about some of the people who uh, fell victim to the blade. Uh, but before we do, let me remind you that we are a true crime History comedy podcast. We use adult language, so if adult language offends you, then we suggest that you just hit the door, Timmy. We just hit the door uh, and don't even come back because next week it's going to be the same, and the week after that it's going to be well. The same. As long as well, sometimes Brandy's not on the podcast though, and uh, okay, yeah, just wait for the ones that are in big red letters. We usually put those yeah, up when uh, highbrow. Highbrow intellectual podcast this week because right, right. That's that's what it Brandy is. Brandy is back from rehab. We are happy. I was back last week. Yeah, but that we had a malfunction, so that episode never went out. So no one knows except me and you. And oh my Chuck. god, yeah, yeah. So uh, how how did rehab go for you? Well, now? let me introduce her, and then we'll we get the Brandy time because it's going to be brief. Brandy time. 
Yeah. It always is. Let, let me introduce a lady who is known throughout the land, Colonel, as Brandy the Benevolent. Her Majesty, Queen Brandy the First. Brandy, how are you, if at all? I'm fine, Timmy. How are you? A little bit irritated. Last week's episode didn't go out. Yeah, but okay. I had a malfunction on my microphone, so. It was funny, though. <sighs> And we suggest that you send us funny. money because it was really good. And sorry you didn't get to hear it, but it was really good, <laughs> so send us money. How's that, Brandy? <laughs> so sure. how was your stint in rehab, Devil? Well, I'm no quitter. So Was it? I left it was, early. It was did you say no, no, no? diversion program that the police had. I did. <laughs> you know, was Jessica Alba in rehab first. with you? I didn't see her, but, you know, the first couple of days of rehab were great. You got to sleep in a little bit. But she went to, Colonel, you know, quiet. she was in celebrity rehab. She was in, uh, yeah, you was, yeah, she was in, she was in a country club yeah. rehab. Because you're oh, being a podcaster and a lot of podcasters go in rehab. Yes, well, they do. Yeah. But anyway, nope, I'm fine. It's all fine. We had a minor meltdown the week before last of a Noah variety and i could not get on to record but the crisis has been averted and you're back and so i'm back yes and well i'm sorry i could not visit you devil my 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 people my public relations people told me that i just wanted to stay away from that whole mess devil so i would have liked to come up and see you but they told me to keep my distance from you no, it's okay. Thank you for not coming. That there was since. really nothing you could do for my career. Did they did you're they lock away of, your drugs? You're my trigger uh, during your stay. Yeah. I heard they do that. Did they do- lock up? You lock up your drugs. Lock up my drugs and keep them separate from you. I heard that they do that. That's why I never want to go to rehab. Well, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Did you have sharp no, sharp objects good. in rehab? Did I have sharp objects? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm not crazy. Let me introduce a man, Brandy, who needs no introduction. What? He's a man who's known as uh, the, the most dangerous man in podcasting today. He's been he is not. Brandy. He's been called an oasis in the desert of despair by no one. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Walters the Third, affectionately known as the Southern. Gentlemen, how are you today, Colonel? I'm not good today, Timmy. Oh, he's not good. (laughs) What's wrong, Colonel? Tell us. Well, Timmy, you know that the election's coming up in in a year and a half. (sighs) They got the debates Mm -hmm. coming up here again, and will you be in the uh, Democratic debates next week? Well, they're doing two different debates, Timmy. Um, Chuck's on the junior stage, regular debate. There's 20 people on there, Timmy. Now, you know, how are you going to get a word ed- edgewise between Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker? Mm. So what CNN has decided to do was have their own debates, and then I'm going to do my own debate on uh, a local cable channel here. And, local uh, cable? <laughs> local access. So, yes, yes. So, so people are you going to be by ha- yourself? have a chance to hear my... Yeah, I'm just going to... De- I'm going to have a You're debate yourself questions and I'm going to answer them. And, ah. and that way, just people so you know, get those are vote. called a town hall. Yeah. I'm just it, say. It, Colonel town hall. Like We're going to have a Colonel town yeah. hall, Brandy. What do you think about that? Baby Jesus. Hmm. Well, 
Yeah. Well, we got a lot of problems in this country, and and it's starting to scare me, Timmy, because I, you know, last last Father's Day, the boys bought me a drone, mm-hmm. and I like to fly it around up in the field up on my house. But apparently, they're getting shot down now. Yeah, yes, so, your little piddly ass drone is in is in danger of being. You know, shot I down. sure hope that it is. If I order something from Amazon, that Iran doesn't shoot down my drone because. If I don't get my PlayStation well, games about. on time, I get cranky, Brandy. Well, nobody nobody wants your little piddly ass shit either. Hmm. We want to say happy like birthday getting... to Tommy Boomershine. Tommy's birthday yes. today. Tommy. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Tommy, I haven't heard from Tommy in a while. Yeah. So, And here's what I don't get. When they shut that down, did you see how much that, guy, that, that some bitch cost to me? No. My my drone cost eighty nine ninety five and could do everything that drone could do, Timmy. So, what's your point there? But this, Colonel, he doesn't have a the point. Government this is like just all of waste his stories. Money. It it was like I don't know. This thing costs like seven eight billion dollars for this drone, which I guess you know it's that's what Amazon's going to be using. But then you're going to have they should have used a coupon. Iran's or. Amazon's going to start using drones, Timmy. And then we're going to get little cells over here that start shooting down my Amazon package. No, I hope not, Colonel. I hope that doesn't happen because I would hate to see them shoot down your sweat socks or whatever it is that you, your underwear. Whatever. Well, yeah. And it could be really embarrassing for him. Mm-hmm. Them shooting down his Amazon packages could end up really embarrassing for him. It could be. It could be. I don't like some of the stuff I ordered. I tell him put it in a plain brown box. Hmm. That's right. All right, very plain. Just drop it and leave. All right. Yeah, you know my 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 friend, my best friend works for FedEx, and just for you ladies, they know when you're getting the devil's toys, when you're getting something to ring that devil's doorbell. They know the FedEx driver knows from the address because they see it all the time. So you think you're being discreet, but they know that you're getting, you know, the the Kong Junior, whatever it is. You what? What? I mean, what toys is it? You order, devil? Good lord, I've got a hustler store about two minutes up the road. If I want to get something, do they have a drive through? Oh, so you get them in person. Do they have a drive through? No, they do not. They should. I after I agree. You, after you buy something, Ned, do you do like the walk of shame out the door? Nope, I skip out the door and get in the car. <laughs> Do you? I may take a you selfie just, while so I'm out just, front. You just own it all, devil. You just like, I, yes, why I wouldn't buy I? this. Why would I not? First of all, okay, so for any of you who have never been to a Hustler store, first of all, what they do while you're standing in line is anything that you get, they will take out of the package, put batteries in it, and turn it on. So if you have shame at that point, so if you get like the big it, Mandingo, it uh, <laughs> the Mandingo strap on, yeah, they they actually they just they actually test it is what you're saying before they let it leave their yeah. store. Well, that's yeah. quality control there. Yeah. It is. It's quali- it is. you can't bring it back. I mean, so they have to make sure that it works. <laughs> well, you can. It's just that it, so, no one would want it. No, they <laughs> yeah. won't take it. They like or do you they blame them? Been out of shape about it. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, I get it. 
But, yeah, uh, you know, at that point, it doesn't matter. And you look around and it's like all the people there are there for the same perverted reason. So what does it matter? I don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. Some people Go might in, be there to buy, your shit. you know, something uh, less um, depraved. Deviant. Yeah, less deviant and depraved. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like I, some, like some people whatever. buy their, you know, the lingerie that they sell there. They do. Not everyone goes there to but buy, no. you know, pocket pussies or whatever. <laughs> I, my God, I. <laughs> granted, most do. What I, but not all. What I always love is is they'll have something out like as a you know. On I always think or their whatever, clerks there are a little easy. Have... Do you, you think that Colonel when you go in there and there's a hot little. 25 year old clerk there's got her nose piercings and all that going on i'm thinking you know if you're working a hustler store you put out that's my you're oh, profiling you, you know you yeah do. i'm profiling you know you do because sometimes no, but, they'll use the batteries and test it out on themselves that's the that's sometimes the sketchy part of that whole well, thing Speaking well you got which, you know how uh you what what will be in hustler stores soon is I was approached by a, so I shouldn't say I'm not doing good because I'm doing a little bit better. I was approached by an author, a publishing house, um, to publish a book, uh, How to Properly Make Love to a Woman by the Burn. <laughs> I see. And but, that will be in bookstores sometime Very, soon. very <laughs> limited edition. Very thin book. A very, very, very limited edition, yeah. yeah. You can get an autographed copy by the Colonel. Um, yeah, it's I think just, you're getting how, him. Co- how do, it was Brandy. Brandy it was Publishing House Sweepstakes is the one that contacted him. Yeah, well, <laughs> and again, that that title devil was how to make love to. <laughs> well, and, and and Timmy's gonna Timmy's gonna write the intro because he is the Mickey Mantle of Connie Vegas. Thank you, Colonel. So I couldn't do this without him. So thank you for your contribution. To Anytime, that Colonel. I always like to support you in your endeavors. But well, oh, all all the proceeds will go to charity. Uh, there, the proceeds are going to my um, over forty women removal of penis penis removal foundation. Yeah, okay. The penis removal foundation, which. We need, just need to you get first. a guillotine, Timmy. Uh, a penatine. A penatine. A penatine is, <laughs> is what we would use for that. Oh, my God. Um, yes. You put the little penis in the little, you know, the little device and pull the lever, and you're a woman again. Your thoughts on that, you're Brandon? You're a woman again. <laughs> that's, that's what we're going to name it, Timmy. The woman again. <laughs> I am ashamed. Not the slicing days, but the woman again. I'm so ashamed. Well, speaking of which, I mean, me, it, I got it's one not just for penis. It can be for an overactive uh, clitoris as well, Brandy. Because <laughs> sometimes you get the big yeah. old macro clitoris <laughs> on a woman. Right, I, Colonel? <laughs> that's right. Sometimes, what did you tell me? You get the labias look like basset hound ears. <laughs> Gotta be careful of the macro. Oh my god! Clitoris. Yeah, the la- You know what we? The labia shaver, Timmy. <laughs> we got the penatine and the labia shaver. You know, you all act like your junk is just ready to go into the Miss America pageant, 
and be shown off. And let My me tell you. My junk is ready to go into Miss America at any <laughs> given time, devil. Let's talk about the No, guillotine. not into Miss America. Believe it or not, yes. people should turn into this I podcast. I wish I had one right now. People turn into this podcast because they like to learn something new, Colonel. They do. And look at all the things they've learned. We've goofy goofy taught them self-improvement. Yeah. Because really all you need is a little bit. It's like when you get your ear pierced, you know, you just put ice on there for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Just put ice down there. Hold ice down there, and then we'll put you on the peanutine. <laughs> Yo, woman again, Timmy. And and speaking of which, or, I got to give a Or if you, you know, if you can't afford, <laughs> Colonel, if you don't have the money set aside or your insurance doesn't cover your, you know, if you're tra- changing genders, the peanutine, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that would hurt. It, that would hurt. But I got to give a quick shout out because we, speaking of the peanutine, mm-hmm. Timmy, my, my co-host on the other shows is going to be at that age this week. 40? Timmy, before we do another contest. Oh, 40. my God. Yeah, but you know, so, the penis doesn't start growing. She'll be interested exactly to hear about 40. this. I mean, so. no, that's just when you start noticing the difference. That's really all it is. Yeah. Well, Brandy, First, when did you? Like I would love. Like <laughs> I would love to talk about the guillotine right now. I would love to. First, have it looks a like you got a little right tongue sticking out of there, like it's got Jesus you know, got kind God. of a little bit lazy. And then all of a sudden, you're thinking, "What happened down there?" And then the next thing you know, you know why we get well, reviews you, saying that you two are idiots and I'm not because <laughs> we talk about the peanutine. Let's well, talk about that. I haven't seen. Let's those talk. Years, well, but. happy birthday, Karen. Uh, Karen, of course, from Spy Stories. Um, available on happy iTunes. Birthday, Karen. Happy birthday, Karen. Forty years old. Forty years old. Um, also, I wanted to give a shout out to Jessica, who won a contest on our Facebook page by answering History Dweeb's trivia. I want to thank Clark for sending me a nice message, and also uh, we got new two new. Patreon supporters. We'll get into Patreon later on, but Whitney and Gina, thank you very much, and um, Jim Seabright. We're thinking about you as well, so thank you guys. And now we're going to talk about the guillotine, Brandy. It's an instrument for inflicting capital punishment by decapitation. It was in... Hold on, Chuck's going to die. Are you alright there, Charles? No, I have my mic off. I'm good. I know how to... I'm technically... I have technical expertise here, devil. Really? Because I just heard you barfing in my ear. So he knows how to <laughs> he knows how to operate peanutines. I do. Guillotine was introduced in France, uh, the Colonel's favorite country, in 1792. That's been a while, Brandy. The divide. Right. Let been me. A while. Do, uh, I think everyone knows what a guillotine looks like, right? But it's a device yes. consisting of two upright posts surmounted by a cross beam. Uh, and grooved as to guide a sharp steel blade, the back of which is heavily weighted to make it fall forcefully upon the neck of its victim. So it's pretty gruesome. Um, Prior to the French Revolution, um, uh, similar devices were used in Scotland and in England and various European countries, uh, often for the execution of uh, criminals of noble birth. So they just brung out the guillotine yeah. when someone special was getting it. But in France, they start, after the French Revolution, they started uh, spreading the wealth to the common criminal. Uh, okay, so 
Let them eat cake. Yeah, yeah. So, now prior to 1791, the main devices used in France to execute was the gallows to hang people and the breaking wheel. Do you know what the breaking wheel was, Colonel? Would you like to explain it? Oh, the breaking wheel is a pretty ugly thing, Timmy, and, and most of the people that we cover on this podcast could probably use the breaking wheel. We should go back to the breaking wheel, I think. Hmm. Public breaking wheels. It's a large cart, Timmy, and they would place them with their limbs all, you know, tied out along the spokes of these wooden beams. Mm-hmm. And then a wheel would slowly move. And you know how you got, think of your bones, Timmy. And then you know how you was a kid and you would jam a stick in somebody's uh, spokes that are back tired of mm-hmm. a bike? It was kind of <laughs> like that, except the spoke was your arm or leg. Yeah. They would... And this it would break your arm. Stick was an iron yeah. bar. It would just break it in and half. It, uh, if they were feeling merciful, they would then, uh, you know, they would strike you in your chest or your uh, abdomen, and then uh, that was called a coup de grace or the blow of mercy. So that they would have mercy on you. But then you would lay there if you were, you know, after you've gone through the. Uh, Broken wheel or whatever is breaking wheel, uh, you would lay there until the birds would start pecking at you, Brandy, and sometimes even rats would come up and stuff start gnawing on your body while you're still alive. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Perfect. Many Perfect. people have been known to uh, to uh, void their bowels in the midst of this, Timmy. I can imagine. I'm pretty sure most people voided their bowels in the midst of all of this. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's an amazing observation. So then people Fuck. shamed him for that, too. In 1791... Well, they're going to be dead in 20 minutes, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. In 1791, as the French Revolution progressed, the National Assembly uh, researched a new method um, to be used on all condemned people, regardless of class, and consistent with the idea uh, that the purpose of capital punishment was simply to end life rather than to inflict pain. Now, what fun is there in that? Well, that's just bullshit yeah. there. That's the whole purpose of capital punishment is to make you terrified the whole time. Well, in 1789, to- a French physician and member of the National Assembly by the name of Joseph Guillotine uh, was instrumental in passing a law that required all sentences of death to be carried out by the means of a machine and his whole focus was to make it uh, painless as possible. So a lot of times people get confused and they think that uh, Dr. Guillotine actually invented the guillotine. He didn't. He was just in uh, favor of a, a painless approach to, the, uh, to implementing death sentences. And uh, he did not like to be associated with, uh, with the guillotine. Of course, he was because it took on his name. Uh, the, during the development of the guillotine, uh, suggestions were submitted by many of uh, France's leading engineers, including King Louis the Sixteenth, Brandy, who, of course, was he a leading engineer? No, but you know he he tinkered with like clocks and things. So, of course, it's almost the same. yeah, almost the same. And of course, he would later become one of his most famous victims. The final product consisted of a tall, upright frame in which a weighted and angled blade is raised uh, at to the top and suspended. 
The condemned person is then secured with stocks at the bottom of the frame, positioned uh, the neck uh, directly below the blade. The blade is then released, uh, and then, of course, it falls and decapitates its victim. Usually there's a little basket uh, where the head will fall into, and after the machine has been uh, been used, um, uh, after they experimented it and tested it on dead bodies, Brandy, it was um, brought to the center of Paris um, for its first use, and that was in on April 25th, 1792. It was used on a hmm. highwayman. Colonel, were you ever a highwayman, Colonel? Did you ever... Uh, I spent some hard times as a highwayman, Timmy. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I was the gentleman highwayman. Because the ladies were happy to be robbed by me. Uh, I would just say, give me your bobbles, oh, baby. for fuck's sake. Come in and give me your bobbles, baby. And they would uh, they would just turn everything over. Sometimes they just start to, you know, get, oh, this is getting me so scared. So I'm getting vapors. And they would just start peeling off stuff. And I'd be Nobody no, ever no, did no, that. No. I, I don't have time for all that. I just got to get your bobbles and get out of here. Hmm. Nobody ever did that. You weren't there. <laughs> okay. You're, you're right. Nicholas. Peltier was a French highwayman who uh, was the first person to be executed by the guillotine. Peltier routinely associated with a group of known criminals. And on the night of October 14, 1791, uh, the 36-year-old career criminal attacked a passerby in the center of Paris. Peltier stole the man's wallet and other valuables, Brandy. Your thoughts on that? Did he steal his baubles? He is, I don't know. I don't know what he stole, but he stole his valuables. Those are baubles, evidently. There are, According to Chuck, there are, he deserved to have his head cut there off. There are some discrepancy concerning the robbery. Some reports say Petier killed the man. Other reports say he assaulted and robbed him. And there were even other reports that said Petier sexually assaulted his victim. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ! It, it, you know that's just called piling on. Sometimes they well, just wait a minute, add a lot of charges. Wait a minute, though. Here's the thing: I think that you should be able to tell if he killed the guy or not. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, you're with you all know, these reports, I think you can tell. You know, they didn't have CNN back in the day. I mean, it was pretty much you yeah. know the journalism well, I mean, was questionable, but <laughs> it was sketchy. It was sketchy. But regardless, and they didn't have CSI. Regardless, Brandy Nicholas Petier was quickly apprehended and arrested the same night. Well, I guess apprehended and arrested are sort of the same thing, isn't it? The victim's uh, cry for help had alerted the members of the National Guard, and Petier was soon in police custody. Brandy justice. So he wasn't dead before. So I don't know why well, maybe there would be this rumor that maybe the guy's dead. Maybe he assaulted him and he died before you know he died later but he could still scream it's the possibilities are endless petier yeah he petier was convicted after a short trial the following week the judge ordered a death sentence set for december 31st 1791 so his uh new year's eve plans were kind of all fucked up after that i would think yeah 
The sentence, however, was having a big party. The sentence, however, was handed down out. That's that's where they got the thing from New York, Timmy. The, the dropping of the ball. It was the dropping of the guillotine. It came from right? this case. The sentence, however, yes, that's not true. was handed out while the French National Assembly was still debating the death penalty, and a proper method should be used to carry them out. So he got a reprieve. The execution was delayed due to this ongoing debate. And finally, the National Assembly decreed on March the 23rd, 1792, in favor of the guillotine. Nicolas Petier, a new, new execution date, was set for April 25th, 1792, at 3.30 p.m. And you like that, Brandy? I even have the exact fucking time of the day this guy was going to be executed. That's some research thank, right thank. there. I don't think... Brandy, I don't think you appreciate devil. Listen here. I had to. I had to I research the records. What goes into this? The execution records. I had to go into the police station records all the way back to 1792 to find out what time this execution took place. So, yeah. well, I mean, let's talk about this research since you have the execution date set for April 25th, 1992. <laughs> that was a typo. Uh, at which point. I was graduating high school, so I'm not well, you really know sure how those about appeals that. tend to drag out, Devil. <laughs> right. Word right. that the new method of the execution would be carried uh, carried soon spread throughout Paris. So people were excited that this this new. Well, that's why you have to have a time. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So they know when to. Since be there, public executions had long been popular, a popular form of entertainment in France, the citizens of Paris were eager to witness this new method. The mayor of Paris then notified uh, General Marquis de Lafayette, of course, of, you know, he was just back from France from his service in the American Revolution, to request that uh, the general provide adequate security uh, from the National Guard to ensure crowd control for this execution because they were expecting a big crowd, Brandy, big turnout. <laughs> Like the who, <laughs> kind of like the who. The uh, turnout that uh, this turned out to be an excellent idea, as tens of thousands of Parisianers uh, turned out to witness Peltier's execution. Now, see, had he just been, you know, hanged or hung or what, or if he had been, you know, on the will of broken will or whatever, probably he wouldn't have got that much turnout. So Peltier really should have. He should be appreciative, Brandy, that he was getting killed by the guillotine because, look, we're talking about him now 200 years later, and we wouldn't have been. He had right. his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, if he had just been a regular, you know, if he had just been hung, we wouldn't even been talking about him. But, see, life is queer, Brandy. Amazing. When, Amazing. When Pitier, life is queer. Yeah. When Pitier, Why, you know, I'm I'm listening to this, and I'm wondering— now today we use lethal injection. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was given the choice, I would say, "Put me in the stockade and just drop this thing down on my head, so it could be over with." Because lethal injections can take a long, long time. You know, the electric chair that can set you on fire. You can't count on people to shoot you properly, and I—I I mean, this is like a fail-safe thing, Timmy. I kind of like to go death. I want—I really would choose wrong. death by Percocet. That would be my choice. But, you know. Yes, that's what I would everyone do. Everyone has their own preference, Brandy. Uh, I I understand. You want to go out leaving Las Vegas style. Yes. When Pitier Perfect. Was, uh, saw the large crowd, he, w- he remarked to the guard, his guard, 
This is a quote. I'm surprised so many people turned out to see me. His guard uh, was reported uh, to reply, and this is a quote, don't flatter yourself. They just want to see your head come off. So, you know, it probably sounds better. He's you. Probably sounds better in French, Brandy. It probably does, but he's you. He's a dream killer. That's you. Oh, look, all these people are here to see me. No, fucker. (laughs) They just want to watch your head cut up. Come on. Did not That's flatter you, yourself. Timmy. I'm sorry. That's how he said it. Did not flatter yourself. You're yeah. not sorry. They are just all. here to see your head come off. I don't. What are you? Uh, you're still you, mad that you can't beat a manager of Stonehenge, devil. Yeah, and you. I'm still pissy about you, that. But Brandy, you have no experience. I have I, no experience managing you know, rocks. First of all, no qualifications. You know nothing. You know nothing. T- about tell me the last time Snow, you managed but... a rock. Yeah, I got two you kids. Have, you have never managed rocks. You have to be able to manage rocks. You have to be I've good with rocks. I managed them for twenty years. Hmm. How long? Is, how long has this st- Stonehenge place been around, Timmy? I don't. I think just the, the Druids probably like what? Yeah, long fucking time or something like that. 2000s. You know she would be moving shit around like, no, this would look better mm. here. This would look, shway it. Paint I that one not. blue. Yeah. It would be all jacked I up. would not. Shut they, up. They, they'd yeah. all fall down within a week. <laughs> Boy, or so they'd be like cool. dominoes, man. You could, she'd lean against it or something, you, and then they just... Whatever. Oops. Or she'd yell at him so much to me Stonehenge that, ever saw. that Stonehenge would just quit. Stonehenge would just walk away. Rocks would quit, Timmy. <laughs> The execution took place as scheduled, and Pettier was led to the platform at 3.30 p.m. on the day of his execution. He was uh, was led to the scaffolding wearing a red shirt. I don't know why that's important, but the large so everybody could the see large him. crowd. No, so if he escaped, he was. well, and then I guess if the blood it won't, you know, if it gets on your shirt, it doesn't it doesn't why? show up as much. The large crowd was already that's, there. That's a concern. The large crowd was already there, Brandy, uh, waiting eagerly to see the novel uh, invention at work. The guillotine, uh, which was also red in color. I never thought of the guillotine as red, but I guess maybe. It had been previously fully prepared. Pelletier was placed in the position correctly, and within seconds he was decapitated. The executioner held up Peltier's head by his hair to proudly display his work. The crowd, however, was dissatisfied with the executioner and the guillotine. They felt it was too swift and clinically effective uh, to provide proper entertainment as compared to the previous execution methods, the will and the, the gallows. Uh, so they were not happy, Brandy. The police even, or the public even called out, uh, bring back our gallows. A near man, a near riot broke out, Brandy, as the crowd threw rotten fruit at the executioner and guards. That's a tough crowd, Colonel. Do they just carry those that things with them? That is a tough them? crowd right there. What? Rotten fruit? Tomatoes? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, are people just carrying around rotten th- fruit just in case you see somebody to win? You know it what? At? I know, well, don't like, you have uh, I know they sold them like they used to sell rotten fruit, like uh, for um, you know, like the theaters and stuff, public spectacles. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. The crowd threatened to charge the platform and destroy the guillotine. 
Lafayette and his National Guard was ready and soon moved in to disperse the crowd. So it didn't get off to a good start. In all, 75 people were arrested for rioting and 23 people were arrested for pickpocketing during the execution. So it wasn't really a, def- a deterrent, Brandy. That sounds about right. See, the, the whole thing was a diversion. You can't trust those damn French, Timmy. Hmm. They're as bad as Canadians. And you've heard of French Canadians. They're the worst. But what are they doing? They're creating a diversion and then they're pickpocketing people. They was happy with the guillotine, Timmy. They just wanted a chance to pickpocket people. Hmm. Now, Brandy. That's is why I don't go to France anymore. Some of the notable victims of the guillotine. Try to get the names yeah. right, devil. Oh, no, I'm going to fuck this six ways to Sunday. So although Peltier was the first victim of the guillotine, he would certainly not be the last. Uh, the guillotine would remain. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. France's primary method of execution until France abolished capital punishment in 1981. So the last time the guillotine was used was in 1977. Yes. Uh, although the guillotine was used primarily to punish criminals... It gained prominence during the period following the French Revolution, known as the Reign of Terror. Now, see, Timmy, this is when it would be good to do the two-person podcast, because we could expound upon the French Revolution and Reign of Terror and things like that. But we'll keep it simple with the devil here. So go ahead. I I think she's an expert on the Reign of Terror. Continue, Brandy. Well, yeah, she would be. Continue, Brandy. What do you (laughs) think about that, Brandy? Ah. All right, so during the Reign of Terror, the French noblemen and aristocracy were sentenced to the blade by the People's Court. Ooh, Wapner. Oh, eager for revenge yeah. after centuries of oppression. Well, Wapner, was, Wapner don't play around. I mean, he's the hanging judge. <laughs> he no, don't. He does not. Judge Judy, no. man. She don't play around. She's a hanging judge. Mm. Um, during the Reign of Terror, which lasted from June of 1793 to July of 1794, 
It's estimated that 17,000 people were guillotined. That's a lot. Most for their political and social status prior to the revolution. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of fucking That's people. That's a lot of people in a year. I wonder how many guillotines they had. God damn, that's a lot of guillotines. Yeah, well, you have to take some WD-40 to that thing probably every day. Well, right. The most prominent member of the French ruling class to be executed by guillotine uh, was monarch Louis XVI and his wife, Marie Antoinette. Louis was a fat, impotent monarch who preferred to play with his clocks than to have sex with his beautiful wife. Well, you know, we... Well, he was impotent. He was, <laughs> he was viewed... God damn it. He was viewed largely an ineffective ruler who wasted the royal treasury and left the country bankrupt by 1790. Much Although like you would do with Stonehenge, devil. <laughs> you uh, would lose money at the Stonehenge. And the thing is, there's no upkeep at the Stonehenge. There's no overhead. <laughs> it's just yeah. rocks. But you would still lose money on rocks. <laughs> uh, although him and Marie tended to live high on the hog, most of the money was wasted on supporting the United States independence from Great Britain. It wasn't as if Louis fa- Louis's failed monarchy surprised anyone. On his deathbed, Louis's father, Louis the Fifteenth, his final words were. Now the flood. <laughs> That's a lot of confidence in your, your... Your dad has a lot of confidence in you, doesn't he? Yeah. That's, sounds like my dad. Uh, let's see. Hist- historians believe uh, that Louis could have saved his and his wife's heads by making good decisions at the start of the French Revolution. However, he didn't. Uh, Louis and Marie were officially arrested on August thirteenth, 1792 and sent to the temple an ancient fortress in Paris that was used as a prison. On September 21st, the National Assembly declared France to be a republic and abolished the monarchy. Louis Do you was know, stripped of all his titles and honors. Little little bit of knowledge for our listeners here. Uh, Marie Antoinette, well, if our listeners know even who Marie Antoinette is, she was famous for yeah, I feel like saying... The, the common people have no bread, and she said, let them eat cake. Now, that is a, uh, that's a historical fallacy. She did not ever say anything like that. She did say when they have bread, fuck them, I don't care. But she did well, not say, the same let them eat cake. It doesn't. You say in French, it, doesn't. it sounds That was good. just, mm-hmm. let them eat the cake. That's what it sounds yes, like Yes, that's in it. France. Good job. Is that what it sounds like in French? Let them eat le cake. Le cake. Uh, Let's see. Okay. After a show trial in in January of 1793, Louis was convicted of high treason and sentenced to death by guillotine. On Monday, January 21st, 1793, Louis XVI, at age 38, was beheaded by the guillotine on the Palais de la Révolution. Oh, can you say that slower? Uh, A little slower. No. No. Uh, Before arriving at the site of his execution, Louis asked that a guard deliver a message to his son, uh, his his soon-to-be widow. I'm sorry, his soon-to-be widow, but the guard refused, claiming he was not Louis' errand boy. I'm not your errand boy. Mm. Screw you, you fat bastard. That's what he said to him. You fat Uh, bastard, I would not do that for you. As Louis XVI mounted the scaffold... 
He had oh, God. Refined. So yeah, apparently he wasn't he appeared dignified and refined. Nah. Or resigned, I'm sorry. 100 drummers played as Louis was led up the scaffold. Uh, he ordered the drummers to stop so he could make a final statement. The guard counterman- countermanned the order. Over the sounds of drums, Louis delivered a short speech in which he pardoned those who are the cause of my death. The former king's head was then positioned in place on the platform with his hand- hands tied behind his back. The drummers paused and the executioner released the lever. Some accounts of Louis' beheading indicate that the blade did not sever his neck entirely the first time. There are also accounts of a blood-curdling scream issued, issuing from Louis after the blade fell, but this is unlikely since the blade severed Louis' spine. It's like the, the hangman. You, you don't want to get a dull guillotine because then they just keep dropping and you're like, ow, god damn it. Ow, God damn. Trying to, it's like trying to cut somebody's head off with a butter knife. Yeah, it's like a big bunch of big hard karate chops to the back of the neck. So you want to, you hope that the guillotine guy is, has maintained it and taken good care of it. Uh-huh. Because it's not uh, like if it just falls once, you get a reprieve. It's the executioner's job. They have like two jobs. Or they have to hold uh, the head The executioner up held the former monarchs. Huh, yeah, they, well... The executioner held the former monarch's head up high, and the crowd cheered. While Louis' blood dripped to the ground, several onlookers ran forward to dip their handkerchiefs in it. Bunch of ghouls. You know, the worst part of this was the, uh, like the stockades. You know, the Puritans did this. When you was in the stockades, people would come up and bugger you. Oh, yeah. You know, they'd actually bugger you while you was in the stockades, and that... And with the guillotine, they was trying to always get that, like, dying quiver from you. You know, that was a big thing. So, I'm just, the more you know, it's just a historical thank, fact. Thank you, Colonel. Buggery and the Guillotine. That's my next book after How to Make Love to a Woman, Devil. Buggery and the, the account, Guillotine. The account, the account was proven true in 2012 after a DNA comparison linked blood Blood thought to be from Louis the Sixteenth beheading, to DNA taken from tissue samples, originating from what was long thought to be the mummified head of his ancestor, Henry the Sixth of France. Okay, so these or handkerchiefs, the, these people, I can't see these people dipped their their handkerchief in his blood. That's basically saying in 2012. That's that ver- that was verified. Oh, it's Henry the Fourth of yeah, France. It was Sorry. verified. I got to put yeah, my glasses on. Yeah. He came right, so four. He came four people before Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. I am. I am. And he got married to the widow next door. I got it. She'd, She'd been, been married, married a bunch seven of times, before. times before. And all of them. The, yeah, the guy that was sang that is also the guy that sang Monster Mash. Really? Yeah. It, were, it was she like the B side of it's the B side of Monster Mash on the old forty fives. Hmm. Immediately after his execution. Louis' corpse was transported in a cart to the nearby Madeleine Cemetery, where those guillotined in the Palais de la Révolution were buried in mass graves. Before his burial, a short religious service was held in the church by two priests who had sworn allegiance to the civil constitution of the clergy. Afterward, Louis XVI, his severed head placed between his feet, was buried in an unmarked grave with quicklime spread over his body. 
and there he rem- his remains stayed until 1822 when they were removed and given a proper burial. Marie Antoinette, who was kept in a separate location, only learned of her husband's death when guards started laughingly referring to her as the widow. Uh, Marie would survive her husband by nine months when she would also meet her fate at the guillotine. Although the guillotine was the main tool used by the reign of terror to execute those viewed as enemies of the revolution, some very prominent revolutionary leaders met their fate with the help of the guillotine. Those who lived by the guillotine tended to die by it. During the early years of the revolution, a Parisian lawyer, Maximilien Robespierre, uh, came to become a leading voice on for the Committee of Public See, Safety. See, here's the thing. This is why all the French get laid, Colonel. They got all those fancy names mm. like Peltier and Rosepierre and Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, yeah Pepe you know, Le Pew. Le Pew you, he's always kissing. You know, he's always got a, uh, another cat or another skunk, and he's kissing up and down her arm. You know, he gets laid a lot. You know, yeah, but Pepe like Le Pew that. is a good... He's a good example for... For I, I, Pepe Le Pew's the reason the whole Me Too movement started. I mean, you just you know these cats are trying to mind their own business, and Pepe Le Pew, chew, well, he kisses up and down their arms. Arm. You know that, that, that makes women crazy, yeah. Brandy, when you kiss up and down their arm like that. Well, that's in chapter three of How to Make Love to a Woman, Devil. Stop, please. Okay, so although the Committee on Public Safety had a nice, safe ring to it. It was really the main political body of the French Revolution. The committee was to provide for the defense of the nation against its enemies, foreign and domestic. It was the committee that ordered the execution of thousands of French citizen citizens. Uh, Robespierre would play a key role in this body in this body count until he himself fell out of favor in 1794. On July 27, 1794, with his arrest and likely execution imminent. Robespierre attempted to escape the guillotine by shooting himself in the head. Dumb bastard missed, however, and succeeded only in shooting himself in the jaw. Oh, that happens. Dumbass. Well, there's, Robespierre there's, was arrested. there's some, this, I should say, some people say he, he didn't try to kill himself, that someone else shot him, but we'll go with this. Uh, Robespierre was arrested... And a daughter was called to patch up his face so that he could be executed by the guillotine. Because they did not want him bleeding to death before they got to execute him. Right. Robespierre laid in his prison cell in horrific pain and still bleeding profusely for nearly a day and a half. Finally, on January 28, 1794, Robespierre was led to the scaffold with his jaw barely in place. Yeah, he had no last words. (laughs) No. A vast mob gathered in the square and screaming curses followed him right up to the scaffold. Robespierre kept his eyes closed. His face was swollen. When clearing Robespierre's neck, the executioner tore off the bandage that was holding his jaw in place, Mm -hmm. causing Robespierre to produce an agonizing scream until the fall of the blade silenced him. Mm. That sounds very yeah, violent. Brady. It was just, it was just jaw dropping for Robespierre. Mm. <clears throat> it's like pulling a band aid. Well, let's hear about the last one. And here, I'm I'm just going to give you a little teaser, okay. Timmy. 
for because you know there's a lot of people who listen to us and a lot of men who are not as experienced. Um, here's Please here's one of Colonel's tips. The fucking script. Continue, Colonel. Yeah. What to, what what do you have to tell the men Please. out there who if you you can tell right away if uh if you go out on a date for with a woman for the first time you know and she's wearing a skirt or whatever she's wearing all you got to do is look down and and you can do it by accident or whatever but just kind of brush against her leg a little bit now if you feel smooth legs mm-hmm. timmy she shaved them mm-hmm. That means she's planning on getting a little dirty later on. That means she wants the D, got It does. If they're hairy, Fuck. there's no way you're getting into that. Mm. So don't be take her to Burger King. Don't be taking that one to the Red Lobster. You got to do this in the what? car. And let me, <laughs> what is your fucking me, point? And, and what I, does this have to do with the And I would guillotine? just like to explain to the ladies, because we have women that listen as well. I just... I just want to talk about the guillotine. And, and so, Colonel, some of our women, you know, they they, they like to know what, uh, you know, how we think, how us men think. They do. Ladies, let me say this. Or, if, if, if he, places, if if he places his hand on your thigh and you, like, uh, you know, you, you, you don't close your thigh, that means you want the D. That's how we read that. Right, Colonel? Well, basically, if if I, I reach over and put my hand on your thigh, mm. and I don't get punched in the neck, and sometimes even if you I do, figure, and sometimes even if I do, yeah, I figured that's what you that's what you're planning on, you know that you want the date, right? Okay, you, right? Mm. Yeah, it, it's just a way of it's nature. She is, there's it's ways nature. that humans signal each other. Yeah, yeah, it's human nature. Thank you for all this unsolicited girl now. I, for some of our listeners, they some of the men they don't know where to find like you know the the major parts of, of say the vagina. So right. can you explain right. us the major parts of the anatomy of the female? Yeah, and, and we've gone over this a I'm couple times, you. but I'm begging you. But it's good to this? retouch on this. Um, it's not ever. You you have you ever. have in the girly parts, mm. Timmy, and they're made up. It's. It's really girly parts are like a Swiss watch to mm. me. I mean, there's all kinds of moving. It's complicated, Brandy. You got the and things in there that will kill you. Yeah, you got the 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 majorous laborious, mm-hmm. right? I'd say that in French, uh, Colonel. Majorous laborious. Thank you, Colonel. And then, much like Asia, you got the minor Asia and you got the minor laborious. I see. And then are you writing this down, Brandy? You why the fuck would I write it down? Continue, Colonel. And then, as as my French comrades would say, you got the glitterous. Well, and sometimes you've got you've got the over enlarged clitoris, and that's when oh, you need you got the clitor team. Maximus clitoris, Timmy. Mm-hmm. That's what we call mm-hmm. that. Maximus clitoris. And then you have, and then and what, now, now this, this, women don't know this, but some not all women know this, Brandy. But sometimes if you if you touch the clitoris too much, it 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 grows. So you got to be careful uh, not to not to play with it too much because then you end up with a deformed clitoris, right, Colonel? Exactly. And if you reach down there and you touch a clitoris that's got a callus on it, mm-hmm. Timmy, you know that you're in for a lot of work. 
because that woman has she's rung the devil's doorbell so many times that you you just really can't compete with that and then they have this thing it's it's really the big foot of the vagina to me it's called the it's called the g-spot it's been (sighs) talked about it's been speculated on but nobody's actually found or seen one to me the cia has supposedly had some files on it but can yeah. you tell me more about men getting their head cut off, please? Please tell me about the last victim of the guillotine. We're just trying I'm to begging help you, devil. That's all. I don't know. I, who I you're mean, there's men out there fumbling around, not knowing what they're doing. We're just and trying you're to not help. Helping. Them. No, we're just trying to help. Not though. So how about? Well, they. Tell it, me about it's the okay, last Colonel. Of the that's guillotine. okay because they, if they, if they want to know more, they can buy your book. What's the name of your book again, Colonel? They. How to make love to a woman? God, I gotta find an antacid. Well, it's just I I thought it was pretty straightforward, so people would know what it's about. How to make love to a woman, and and it's important that you don't say this is what's important. Will you have that out in audio book format, Colonel? And and I will, and I'll be narrated in myself. We'll be in Braille. right now, so it will be in Braille. But men, here's one thing you don't want to do in public is is introduce your your female companion as your lover. Why is that, Colonel? Because that's. Well, because it, unless you've been, you know, with them quite a number of times, then they feel like you're just speculating. Mm. I think of a, you know, I think of when a when a man calls his female companion a lover, I'm thinking she's using the strap on. That's what I get from that. I do too. Mm. I do too. I think I want to go play in traffic if you don't <laughs> fucking get do you, on with this. Do you shit. call Dave your lover, devil? Do you call him Not your lover? Ever. Not well. Ever. That's probably. Do you ever tell the, the colonel will teach yeah. you some uh, some little techniques? I will that you can use in your uh, state of matrimony that will improve your marriage. Co- continue, colonel. I can come over. No, thank and you. Give you some two on one therapy if you would like, devil. Nope. No, no, no. Do you ever grab no. him by the hand and say, "No, nope. thank you." Come, lover. No, let's go make <laughs> love. No, I don't ever do that. Okay. See, that's why you're having problems, devil. Yeah, that's true, Brandy. He's just trying to help. Yeah, that's why you're having problems. He's just trying to help. All right. Well, let's get back to the reign of terror. Speaking of the devil making love, let's get back to the reign of terror. While the reign of terror and political executions finally ended in France around 1799, the guillotine remained for common criminals. Now, noted serial killer killer Henri Landru. See, that's it's another French name. I bet he got laid all the time. Amandre. Amri. Amri. He was getting hit in the side of the head with panties every mm-hmm. time he walked down the steps or down the street. Eleven William. Eleven women over four years. Oh, he's a serial killer. He killed eleven women. Okay. Now they believe Landru and his wife would lure the women to the home, then rob them and kill them. Landru may have killed as many as 72 women, although his wife was a suspected accomplice. She was released for health reasons. Well, that's fucked up. Now, Henri met his fate with the guillotine on February 25, 1922. 
His wife was even in the crowd to watch her 52-year-old husband lose his head and asked officials if they could return his head with her by courier when it was all done with. Nobody knows if this happened or not. Hmm. Nobody knows what she wanted with the head, but apparently Henri was very good at, you know, he was he was the pre-Mickey man of Cunnilingus, and she wanted to hold on to that. She wanted to still grab him by the ears. So another famous victim was political assassin Paul Gorgulov. He was a Russian immigrant living in France and was furious at French President Paul Domare for not supporting the white movement in Russia during a civil war. So a book fair was being held at this hotel and the president, Domare, was present. Gorgolov arrived at the hotel, had a Browning 1910. He approached the president from behind, pulled his gun, and fired three shots. Two of them hit the president, one in the back of the head, the other in the right armpit. He fell to the floor and died at the hospital the next day. They arrested him. Two days later, after rejecting the idea that he was insane, the jury condemned Gorgolov to death. Now, in August 20, the Court of Castration, France's final appeal court, rejected a defense of insanity, and they sent him to have his head chopped off, Timmy. Now, Eugene Weidman, he was a German immigrant and a petty thief. Not even a good one, just a little trifling petty thief, Timmy. I've seen a pattern here. It's like all these guys are immigrants. Yeah. He he worked his way up to serial killer, though. And... uh, he I'm seeing that last. all the immigrants are getting sent to the guillotine, but I'm maybe that's just I don't know. Maybe it's a sequence. Well, it's cheap. It's cheaper than building oh, a wall, Timmy. It's really cheaper than building a wall. It's economically feasible. So he'd be the last public execution in France in 1939. Crowds started gathering in Versailles to witness his execution by guillotine. Many in the crowd were drunk by the time the guards got there with his arms tied behind his back. The crowd started appealing when the executioner appeared and started chanting for the executioner to castrate as well as behead Weedman. Mm. Apparently, for laughs, the executioner pretended to play along by unzipping a mortified Eugene Wiedemann's pants. <laughs> I, mean, like, I bet he thought like, whoa, 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 this is not this was not the this was not the sentence. It, you know, it would be hard to do because you know you're pretty turtled up if you're gonna get executed, Timmy. <laughs> I mean I think Brandy, you might be you a, go a, to, a show Brandy, would you a go girl, to a but... public execution. Uh is it one no, of the No, I just mean like a regular person. Would you go I mean a regular Probably okay. not. Continue, Colonel. No, probably not. What if the Johnson was coming off? No. What if it, what right, they were fine. used in a penatine, Brandy? No. I mean, I have a television. They're going for entertainment. I have a okay. television. And the two of you, so I don't need that. Continue, Colonel. Well, this hysterical behavior by spectators was so scandalous that French President Albert Lieberman banned all further public executions. Wait a minute. Did you skip over the part where he didn't 
get his head cut off? It malfunctioned. And well, he didn't it get malfunctioned. A, it was only slightly cut off. It was only slight. Yeah, but you're still dead. I mean, it really. That, he got the dull blade. And the it crowd wasn't. was mostly tr- drunk, and they cheered as well. he just moaned in agony. So the president said, enough of this. And he banned all future public executions. But unknown to authorities, film of the execution was shot from a private apartment adjacent to the prison, became widely distributed on the black market, and a silent version of the film can be found on YouTube. Yeah, you can see it, but it's just really quick. But you have to, it's one of those ones where you have to sign in to see it. You have to say that, swear that Mm -hmm. you're over 18 or whatever. But it is available on YouTube. Now, remember Christopher Lee, who did all the vampire movies, Timmy? British actor, yeah. He was 17 and in France at the time, and he witnessed it. Nice. Now, the final time it was used was on a uh, another immigrant, <laughs> Amita Jim Dowie. He was from Tunisia. He was convicted of rape and murder in, 17, in 1976. He moved to Marseille, France in 68. Then he kidnapped, tortured, and murdered a 22-year-old Elizabeth Bousquet, his former girlfriend. Now, this guy, another thief, part-time pimp, and pimping ain't easy, Timmy. Pimping is not easy, Brandy. It's only part-time. He tried to to force his girlfriend into prostitution. Yeah, that's not cool. When she refused, he kidnapped, tortured, and raped her in front of two other prostitutes. Then, in 74, he kidnapped her again, took her to his home, where in full view of the terrified girls, he beat the woman before stubbing a lit cigarette out all over her breast and genitalia. See, that now that's going to be in the colonel's book, chapter 11, what not to do. I see. Now that's a good one. Yeah, they don't don't be damaging the genitalia and breast. And don't so, give them your real name. Right. And don't let them in your, come to your right. house, right, right, Timmy? Or give them your real name or credit card information, Brandy. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Well, her body was discovered in a shed. One month later, he kidnapped another girl who escaped and reported him to the police. The two women testified against him. He was convicted and sentenced to death by the guillotine in 1977. But because they get all those hippie lawyer liberal appeals and whatnot, Timmy, it wasn't until four years later. Uh, his execution was going to be the last because, well, he got killed in 77, but in 81, France got all liberal and was like, oh, no, don't kill nobody with guillotine no more. Yeah, so it was Bunch that of pansy capital ass. punishment was abolished in 1981. Uh, France, France basically surrendered to capital punishment, mm. Timmy, as they have surrendered to everything else. So, oh, not to offend our French listeners, but God damn, put up a fight once in a while. Anyway, in 1996, the U.S. Georgia State Representative Doug Tepper unsuccessfully sponsored a bill to replace the state's electric chair with a guillotine. (laughs) In recent years, a number of individuals have died by suicide by using a guillotine which they had constructed themselves. A British man killed himself by a guillotine he made himself. Builder Boyd Taylor spent several weeks 
putting this whole complex device together at his home, he shared with his father. And then the 36-year-old's father, Robert, discovered his son's body in January after hearing a noise in which he thought was a falling chimney. At the inquest, because there they have inquest. He was over across the pond, mm-hmm. Timmy. At Wandsburg General Hospital, they recorded a verdict of suicide. The hearing was told of the complicated mechanism was primed to switch itself on at 3.30 and cause the blade to fall on Mr. Taylor's neck, right in the middle of General Hospital. Luke and Laura mm. getting on, on, doing the dirty, and on it. In your head. So he never did find out the ending to that. But in 2008, Timmy, a 41-year-old Maryland man killed himself by the guillotine. It was about six foot tall, was partially affixed to a tree when it was discovered, police said. It was not a traditional one, but rather had a swinging arm and a blade on it. Oh, that's police even found cooler. Receipts showing it is. It's, it's much cooler. It's like the pit in mm-hmm. the pendulum. And it it's showed like the Indiana man. Jones. Very much so. He purchased materials to make the guillotine from local stores over a seven-day period. The suicide plan was deliberate and well-planned. Now, in 2010, a Russian engineer committed suicide with a homemade guillotine that he built secretly in his room in his parents' home. How do you build a fucking guillotine? <laughs> what kind of parents are well, you? Well, he's 47 years old First living of all, with his parents. So. <laughs> 47, yeah, living with his parents. Secretly. So maybe his parents knew and they just weren't going to stop him. Finally getting him out of the house a little so, bit. Yeah. He lived in Moscow. He built it out of plywood, sheet metal, and water bottles. Um, oh, for huh. weights. Provada, citing the report in the Russian newspaper Life News, says that Reppin laid down on the plywood, cut the rope holding the crew blade, and he'd been unable to sharpen the metal blade extensively without tipping his parents off to the project. But it worked. Now, not all guillotine-related deaths have been international, intentional, Tim. Or international. In, or international. In 2016, a Canadian man was accidentally decapitated while dis- demonstrating how his homemade gu- what the fuck you got a homemade guillotine for he was a hobbyist right. everyone needs a hobby he placed his head in it to show his wife his invention and then she slapped his hand off the rope uh, well it doesn't say that but i'm sure that's what happened yeah no and amelia carter looked on in horror and amusement as the device was triggered, instantly decapitating a couple's husband, or the husband in the living room. And you know the first thing this woman said? All over a carpet. That ruined my carpet? You ruined the carpet, goddammit. Yeah. You know what? Why is he building a guillotine in the living room? Well, I don't know. I mean, why? She, so she, I feel like it's partly her fault. I feel like she basically enabled him. Did hmm. yeah. you let Dave build a guillotine, Brandy? No, but I don't think he'd ask, and he certainly wouldn't ask to build it in my living room. All right, so that's the that's the history of the guillotine, Brandy. Your final thoughts, if at all. Uh, you know, in some cases, I feel like it is it should be brought back, Colonel. Your final thoughts but, you know, on the guillotine. Whatever. Well, I thought this was a very deep and very cutting episode, Timmy. Thank you, Colonel. Boo. Yeah. 
All right. We would like to thank all of the wonderful people who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or... Or just a wee little bit, Okay, just lay it on me, Colonel. I don't have it, Timmy. You didn't send (laughs) it to me. I'm sorry. We will make sure to thank everyone next week. Uh, But I think our newest members, uh, but we appreciate everyone who contributes. We do appreciate it, Gina. Even though you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, we do appreciate it. Gina and Jim and Whitney and all the people who we name every week. Uh, we really appreciate your support, and we will read the list next week, I promise. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you all next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Good day. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.